0: so many people ask me how do I belong to this church how do I join by you belonging to Christ you belong to me and I belong to you this covenant we take today says we are joined together in the blood and the name of Jesus Christ how precious for brethren to dwell in unity to overlook faults. And forgive those who have trespassed against us. To turn our eyes totally upon Jesus. He's the reason we're here today to worship Him. He's the reason we'll sing to Him for through eternity. We're here standing upon a greater covenant. As we hold this bread, our mind goes back that night. that Christ, of His own free will, gathered with His disciples and He took bread. And He broke it. He said, this is my body, a body that was born by a virgin who was conceived through the power of the Holy Spirit. A body that was the representation of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. The spotless, innocent lamb that was prophesied from Genesis throughout the word. The line that was thrown out the window of a prostitute on the wall of Jericho representing the line of Christ that will represent He who rescues us from all sin, all shame, all past and unites us in the future. The body that took the curse, the punishment was so totally, totally disfigured that nothing, they could not even tell He was a man so that all of our sins and wrongs could be totally disfigured before the eyes of God and we could be called blameless and whole before him. He passed the bread, he said, this is my body given for you. Eat of it and receive it in memory of me. Let's partake of the bread. On that same night, he took the cup. He said, this wine represents my blood. That is shed and poured out as an offering and a final payment over your sins and over your life. This blood is the reason our names are written in the Lamb's book of life, that He only will be able to open its seals and call out our name. This blood speaks over us every moment of our days. He took this cup, He said, This is my new testament, this is my new covenant that I give to you. A covenant established on the promises. Far better than that of the old, for established on the blood of God. And in the name of Jesus, we receive this cup now in remembrance of your precious Lord poured out for us in Jesus' name. Oh, hallelujah. Turn to somebody and tell them, You are my brother, you are my sister, you are my family. We are the church. We are the church. We are the church. God bless you. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Mm. Hallelujah. So glad you're here today. Hallelujah. So excited about this word. And I know you're saying, well, we heard it last week. Well, no, you heard the first part. This is... A better part, that is going to give you answers, that's going to help you, that's going to strengthen you. Hosting the sound. How many of you want to be a host to the presence of God? You know, the Word of God, it's all through the Word of God. and, And listen to every word that is spoken from here today. The importance of hosting the sound comes from the importance of us giving and seeking His face. Seeking His face, seeking Him is all through the Word of God. And it is so important as we get into the depth of this today, as we come to seek His face, to put our attention upon Him. Christ taught us this when He was 12 years old. His parents lost Him and couldn't find Him. And they went to the temple. And and, and what did Jesus tell His parents? I must be about my Father's business. I must be have him as most importance in my life. And there was that must there and that cry, even the age of a 12-year-old child, that I must seek his presence, I must seek his face. When the disciples said, have you eaten? He says, oh, I've eaten. I've been with my father today. I seek his face. It's about an all-consuming passion for his presence. And he even said, we're two or three are gathered in my name. But, you know, we stop there. We say, we're two or three gathering in my name. There I'm in, in the midst of them. But I've been telling you over weeks now, not only is he in the midst of us, but there is more to come. Well, there's only two or three in his name. He's there. But we're going to see today in the area of seeking that there is more to come. So many times we get up and so many times we do not endure and we'll see this word in Hebrew that David brings up to us about something that is continually. A lot of times we have not pressed in enough in the area of seeking so that we can receive what we are believing God for. And I want to start in this famous scripture that we all know in Numbers 6, 24, 27, it says... God bless you and keep you. God smile on you and gift you. God look you full in the face and make you prosper. In so doing, they will place my name on the people of Israel, and I will confirm it by blessing them. How many need a blessing today? Raise your hand. Lord, Spirit of the Lord, smile and gift these people. And he grace them with blessing and confirm your blessing over them according to your word, not according to circumstances of today, but according to your word in Jesus' name. Now, I want to share with you it says, God bless you and keep you. That word keep there in the Hebrew means give careful attention to. And listen. This this scripture is all through Psalms that will be seen. I want you to receive this and receive faith. Give attention to, and it's the words of speaking of angels coming surrounding you. And David's going to repeat this over and over again. May the Lord keep you or surround you with angels and give careful attention to you. And the word gracious there means to show you favor and give you strength and show favor to you when you feel weak. And the word give means to establish and plant you in to a flow that will bring forth a change. Psalms one one. He that's roots is planted by the rivers of living water. That word gift you, grace you, keep you. Is to plant your roots in the river of living water. There is a continual flow that is able to strengthen you. That you bear your fruit and your leaf will not wither. That word give means to establish you and plant you down into. And of course peace is of course that word there. Shalom, shalom. The, the peace and the prosperity, the blessing of the Lord. In Psalms chapter 27 verse 7 and 9. Listen to David here. It says, Hear, O Lord, when I cry with my voice. You're going to, have to, you're going to have to raise a voice. Prophet Chuck Pierce said that there has to be a sound that comes forth before June to see the shift that's going on. And he says here that there is a cry with my voice. Have mercy also upon me and answer me. Listen to the relationship here. Answer me. When you said, Seek my face. My heart said to you, my heart said to you, my face, Lord, I will seek. Do not hide your face from me. If you will see there, you'll see three times it says your face, your face. I will seek your face, your face. I will seek. And I want you to know that when you study this in the Hebrew, this is what God is doing. It's an open invitation to tell his people, come as close to me as you want to. Get as close to me as you want to grow In me as much as you want to listen, it's an open invitation. How much do we want to grow into it? How much do we want to connect? It says here to call upon Him. Now, the word face there means your eyes, your countenance, and we were singing about that today. Brother Trey wrote that song that he was singing. He was saying, When I look into your eyes, that is the word face. When I look into your countenance, but if you're taking notes, that word. Countenance, the word face, if you ever wonder, what does the face of God mean? In the Hebrew, it means the inward thoughts and feelings of God towards you. If you want to be healed and you want to break through in areas of your life, it has to come by receiving an inward revelation of God's thoughts. He says, I know my thoughts towards you. But so many times we're not seeking him to look into his face to receive the answer of his thoughts and his inward feelings towards us. It's not enough for me just to look at my wife. It's not enough for you just to look at your mate. There has to be a cry or a voicing out of what you feel. And that word face is used, this is the definition more than any other way in the Bible. It means the presence. Your presence will I seek. And we've taught two weeks on hosting the presence of God. And all of this is about hosting the presence of God by hosting the sound of God. But listen to this. That word face there is the present, but it's also the word mouth to mouth. When God created a man out of the dust, he put his mouth upon his mouth and he breathed life into him. And you'll see that the word of God, as we see later on, that every scripture, and I'll show you in the word later, every scripture is God breathed. That means every part of it is for use and can become part of your very life. And David said, your breath, your mouth to mouth resuscitation, will I look. David is saying here, I will seek your presence. Listen now, this is what it says here. I will seek your presence until I come under the influence of you get this I will seek your face until I'm intoxicated by your kiss when you read in Solomon and when you read through David David is working in a place of worship listen, David's tabernacle stopped the killing of animals as a sacrifice and started 24 hours of worship of praise that anyone besides a high priest can go into the holy of holies and offer praises unto God David reached up into the time of grace and saw Christ and saw a tabernacle built upon grace and that's what God said he was going to build and the church was going to build and it was going to be known as Zion the, presence, Zion, the presence of God. It wasn't just a hill because it changed locations. It was the presence of where God was. And he's saying, I want to worship you until I get so intoxicated by you. How many of your men know how to lay it on your wives? How many of you guys know how to smooch? And I'm not talking about just, oh no, that's what, 100-year-old people do. I'm not talking about just, okay. No, I'm talking about you give your wife one of them kisses that when you stop and pull away, she's there. <laughs> brother. I heard Brother Ray Borland there. Amen. She's there. Why'd you stop so soon? How many of you men know that? Oh, well, don't worry about it. You're too shy. You shy duck burgers. You Anyway... That's what David is saying, that he stops worshiping and God goes, you through already? Or we stop seeking and, God, and, and we go, oh, no, 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 God, don't, don't take your presence from me. Are you getting there's something living here. There's something that we haven't got a hold of as we're going to get a hold of. Trey, we're going to see in a few minutes. David said, I'll teach you how to worship as I learned. Or in other words, listen, worship team, every one of you, listen, all you worship, listen to me. David was saying, as my sound matures, so will my worship. As I mature, so will my sound. As I mature, as I'm intoxicated by seeking the face of God, and we'll see over and over again, it's all through the Word of God. As I seek the face of God, as I continue to press in, as I I seek His face and His inward emotions and feelings towards me, as I get lost in, and I go, no, God, no, 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 I'm not through. And He tells me, no, no, I'm not through. Stay a little longer. The answer, Lord, answer me. The answer you're waiting for is here. Don't leave me yet. Why are you getting up? So what? You read your few chapters like you always do. I'm not talking about a routine. I'm talking about I live and breathe in God. A little peck may do for your husband and your wife, but it don't do for God. I live. I'll show you David says that exact thing. I live and breathe in God. And if that sound's going to develop, the sound develops as we mature. And as we mature, the sound matures and the sound gets deeper. And the change that we're looking for changes in that area. He says, I face what I seek. I will seek your presence and come under your influence. I will come under the influence, not of alcohol. I will come under the influence of the Holy Spirit. I don't know whether I'm coming or going. How many times Brother John was a cowboy? How many times those cowboys, not John, but other cowboys I've heard, they get drunk before they get on them broncos and the, the, the bulls. So they get thrown up. They don't, they don't feel the pain when they hit the ground or the horns or anything else like they do if they're sober. So, you know, you got to put them on, tie them on, and tell them to hold on for dear life because they don't know whether they're coming or going. Well, when you get in an area of worship like David did, that don't offend me. <laughs> Try to offend a drunk. My, my uncle used to get drunk... At, underneath a jack sign. That's why so many people laugh when I use the word jacks because I used to have to go with my mom to pick up my uncle, drunk at the four corners in Evangel, Louisiana, hanging off the porch, totally drunk. And we'd get him in the car to bring him home and on the way home I'd say, Uncle Butch, you drunk? And he goes, yeah, baby. Your uncle's drunk. Couldn't offend him and then he'd laugh about it. It's amazing the things that don't bother you when you're intoxicated by God. It's amazing how words seem to just fall down when you're, you, you spend that time in the presence of God, seeking his face, intoxicated by God. Listen, this is what we have to do. 400 years of bondage, and finally a people rose up and said, they might have died in bondage, but there's going to be a cry in this generation that's going to break the bondage. Yeah. I'm not going to be a part of a dying generation. I'm going to be part of a resurrection generation. I'm not going to be part of the old. I want to be part of the new. And it says, they cried out for help. And look what it says. And their cry rose up or ascended to God. It says, God heard their groaning and he remembered his covenant promise to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. And he looked down on the people of Israel and he knew it was time to act. The shout, the cry, and the praise moves God to action. Their cry ascended. That heartfelt, deep cry ascended to God. And the sound, listen to this, the sound made the difference in that generation. Write this down. Your sound catches his attention. I told you that no one else has your fingerprint, no one else has your toe print, no one else has your vocal cords. Your sound catches his attention. There's something very interesting. Everybody talks about how Islam is the fastest growing religion. But isn't it something that they have the loudest sound seven times a day? One of the things the soldiers would tell you is how they got so tired of hearing the the uh the, the 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 sound and the alarms and all that when it was time to pray. And the noise of all those thousands of voices hollering out in prayer to, to a dead Muhammad. But they have a sound that we haven't connected to the sound, to the desperation and the and the conviction, and the hunger, and the thirsts they did. And so, I believe there can be a transference of the fastest-growing religion, which could it should be the religion of Pentecost and the Holy Ghost and the power of the Word of God. But it has to come from a sound of people who are crying out night and day. Sound is contagious. I want to show you something here, and it was so in First Samuel sixteen twenty-three, and it was so whenever the spirit from God was upon Saul, that David would take a harp and play it with his hand. Then Saul would become refreshed and well, and the distressing spirit would depart from him. There's something here I've got to give you. So many people are saying I need to know how to activate this. I knew need to know how to walk in this. It's just not a message I want to hear. I want to make it a part of my life. How do we do that? And I'm so thankful for the emails and there's hunger going on in this church. There are people calling me and emailing me. It's just constantly people are saying, how can I do? What can I do? So want I want to just bring it to a point and give you some more information because I want you to see something here. The Lord put this on my heart. Now listen to this. It says that whenever the evil spirit came upon Saul to distress him and to grieve him it says that when David would start worshiping the spirit would depart listen to this, the spirit or the depressing feeling would leave and hide but always come back the word of God says let God arise and let his enemies be scattered and let them be as nothing now listen to what I'm trying to say here isn't it something that David would play and while David would play the distressing spirit would leave Saul But then Dave would stop playing and the spirit would end up coming back. And Saul would be the same or worse than before he went through the time of worship and praise. There's something I got to tell you here. You will get what you put into it. And there's something about getting into worship. And listen, there's something about pressing in. Listen, I love -Love. K-Love. K-Love is an awesome channel, but let me share something with you. K-Love is like the cream on the fruit. It's not the fruit. Sometimes when you've got a distressing spirit and sometimes when you feel heavy and when you feel tired and you feel discouraged, you don't need a radio program with interruptions and commercials. Sometimes you need something playing in the background that has some off to it, that has some power to it, that has the blood in it, that has the name in it, that has the anointing in it, that has the spirit in it. Sometimes you just don't need some little nice tunes. Sometimes you have to get somebody who knows how to lose himself and get connected to the sound and let the sound out so there's a sound that is going forward. You see, if you look up on the internet, there's a sound that people can make and there's a sound that instruments can make that can break a wine glass. And if you look it up, you can see that sound as that wine glass explodes. I believe that what happened in Jericho when the people of God started marching around Jericho. But on the seventh day, it says that they shouted. And I believe that if you look it up on on internet too, you will see that sound has waves, vibrating waves, and that waves go inside and turn into colors and all kinds of other things. And waves have something vibrating about them that can break a glass. Well, I want you to know today, I believe that when the God of people started walking around Jericho. I believe that they left out a sound. It said they lifted up their voices and they let out a sound. And that sound went out. The harps, the, the shofars, the voice went out. And I believe that the very bricks started vibrating by the power that was loosed by their sound. And the walls could not stand because of the sound of God's people. There's a sound that has to be released to go. And it says that the people cried because of their bondage and their slavery. Why is it, pastor, that I'm still in bondage? You haven't matured in your sound. And God wants to mature the sound that will rise unto heaven and break the fetters and the bondages. Saul never got his breakthrough. But you're not Saul. Why not be David? David. Come on church. Why not be David? Why not let the sound come forth until the bondages and the hurts and the brokenness is broken off of you. The sound ascending unto God. The distressing spirit. That which is bothering you. Going. Listen I wrote this down. Just enough of the sound is not always enough. Just enough is not always enough. Just coming on Sunday morning is not enough for what you're walking through. Just 30 minutes of worship on Sunday morning will never mature the sound. Maturity comes through the exercising and the receiving of the Word of God to be a workman worthy. It takes more. Why don't we see more? Why don't we get more? Just enough is not enough. Can you hear me today, church? So, in the bulletin, I I, I got some Bibles and some devotionals in here that you can get. In the bulletin, CD and DVDs of worship music that we listen to. CDs and DVDs. I mentioned Wednesday night, I said, I want to call a fast. I want to tell about it today, but I went ahead and told them Wednesday night. I want to call a fast for the church. To fast secular music on Saturday. Fast secular music on Saturday. Baby steps. And see what the atmosphere ends up being like on Sunday. Fast secular music. Us and our children. And let's see what happens in the atmosphere of worship and praise. Is that too much to ask? And I had someone write me an email the next day and said, Pastor, I want to confirm your words. Somebody gave me CD and DVDs today. It was Thursday the next day. Guess what I'm listening to Saturday. <laughs> so listen, I'm going to teach you today. I've given you CDs and DVDs, devotional and Bibles, just a few. And look, some of this, most of these songs, you can look it up free on the internet. You can download it from iTunes. It's available. We just have to do. Amen. We have to go over after it as David went after the ark. So listen, we have to make this sound before God. It says in Matthew eleven twelve. 12, Why doesn't the devil leave me? It says, Jesus said, And from the day of John the Baptist, he who prepared the way of the Lord, until now the kingdom of heaven suffers violent, but the what? The violent. Take it by force. Put that worship on. Put that praise on. Let it penetrate the walls. Let it break down the power of the enemy. Instead of going around with a whimper, we got to go out with a roar. Amen, church. He is the lion of the tribe of Judah. We are more than conquerors through him. There has to be a roar and not a whimper. Oh, I love you, Jesus. I love the Lord. So does bluebirds. They sing about it all the time, but we gotta say, I love you, Lord. You heard that today, even with her throat hurting. I love you, Jesus. I love you, Lord. And you're singing out, I love you, Jesus. 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 I love you, Jesus. I love you, my Lord. I love you, my Savior. You gotta have the sound come out. The sound to come out. Look what David said, Psalm 67:1. Be merciful to us, bless us. And what does he say? And cause your face to shine on us. Is uh look at this, Psalms 105, verse 4. Seek the Lord and his strength, seek his face forevermore. You're on a quest. Now I looked up this word forevermore, and it's the Hebrew word for the bread offering there was always supposed to be bread in the holy place and it means seek the Lord for the the duration and the continuance and the extension of your life and it's the word for morning and evening something I didn't write down for you if you need more Charles Spurgeon which I think is one of the greatest preachers that ever lived has a devotional one for the morning and one for the evening Oh, I don't have enough time for that. You find time. You get a tape that already has it speaking it for you. Put on worship. You read a little nugget. You get into it because David says, I will continually seek your face. It means continuation without interruption. It means a whole burnt offering. It means a whole burnt offering every morning and evening because I'm always in an attitude of a personal devotion. It means a light that is continually lit as the lamp was lit in the Holy of Holies to always shine and never be without oil. And the thing that took the presence of God from Israel is they let their lamp go out. Seeking His face. Look at this. Psalms. 119, 135, make your face shine upon your servant and teach me your statutes. Ezekiel 39, 29, and I will not hide my face from them anymore, for I have poured out my spirit on the house of Israel, says the Lord. I will not hide, don't hide your face from us, Lord. Proverbs 16, 15, and the light of the king's face is life. In the Hebrew, it says it this way, I find in the face of God what I find in the desert when a cloud of rain is coming. What I need to keep me going is in the face of God, and I see it's coming. It's in the face of the king. We sing the song by Carrie Job. I love this. The more I seek you, the more I find you. The more I find you, the more I love you. I want to sit at your feet and drink from the cup in your hand. Lay back against you and breathe. I want to hear your heartbeat. This love is so deep. It's more than I can stand. I melt in your peace. It's overwhelming. In the presence of God, there is more. In worship and walking in Christ, there is more. And this is the time to seek Him. Psalms 80 verse 3. It says, restore us. Somebody shout out with me. Restore us. Now there's something interesting here. Here's another scripture, it says, restore us three times, and the face three times. The face three times and restore us three times. It goes together. Restore us oh God. Cause your face to shine and we shall be saved. Restore us O God of hosts. Cause your face to shine and we shall be saved. Restore us O Lord God of hosts. Cause your face to shine and we shall be saved. He repeated it three times. If you say what can I pray? What can I read? There it is right there. If you don't know nothing else, restore me oh God. Cause your face to shine and I shall be saved. Restore me, O God of hosts, Lord of the armies, cause me your face to shine, and we shall be saved. Just repeat it over and over and let the work of God come within you. It says, uh th- there, and then, then then later on it says in verse 17 and 18, it says, Let your hand, now watch this, let your hand be upon the man of your right hand, the power of that's dynamic and working, and upon the Son of Man who you made strong for yourself made strong for yourself, then we will not turn back from you. Revive us and we will call upon your name. Now now get ready for this. This is what happens to worship. It says the hand of God wants to be able to wear you like a glove on his right hand. And in the Hebrew, this is how it says it. Open yourself up for me to put my hand into. My right Hand of dominion and power. And that's the definition he gives. That when Gideon says I'm the least. God says open up. And I will be the greatest. When David says I am just a shepherd from my youth. God says open your heart up. I will put my hand in you. You will be my glove. You will be my puppet, and I will man- manifest myself through you. All through the word of God, it was not them that were strong on their own selves, but they opened up, opened up in worship and praise. Their hard hearts became soft that God was able to put his hand inside and wear them like a glove. Do you fit on God's hand? Do you fit on God's hand? When we raise up hands in church, we're saying, I surrender. And God says, okay, I'll come into you. I'll wear you like a glove. And what belongs to me will belong to you. I want you to see this. Hebrews 12, 22. It says, now look at this. It says it five times. Five times. You have come to Mount Zion. Mount Zion is the name of the presence of God. Wherever God is, that is Zion. You have come. You have to come into the Holy of Holies with Christ. You have come to Mount Zion, to the city of the living God. To the heavenly Jerusalem, and to countless thousands of angels in joyful gathering. You have come to the assembly. You've got to come of the, God's firstborn children, whose names are written in heaven. You have come to God Himself. Somebody say with me, You have come <laughs> to God, God. Himself. You see, that's where God wants to take us in word of grace. That's where God wants to take us daily. That's where God wants to take us when we come together. God wants to take us so that we come to God Himself who is the judge over all things. You have come to the spirits of righteous ones in heaven who have now been made perfect. You have come to Jesus, the one who mediates a new covenant between God and people with a sprinkled blood who speaks of forgiveness instead of crying out for vengeance. You have come. We have to come into that position. Psalms 35, 1 through 11. Listen to what David says here. I bless God. Listen. I bless God every chance I get. My lungs expand with His praise. Look at this now. I live and breathe God. I live and breathe God. I got to walk in God's presence To live and breathe in God. i got to spend time at His feet to live and breathe in God. You see, church, I'm not talking about just normal Christianity. I'm talking about a sound that's being developed, that changes us from the inside out. And David is saying, I live and breathe God. If things aren't... Listen, whoa, look. If things aren't going well... just give up and quit. No. If things are not going well, hear this and be happy. Anybody put on a happy face? Join me in spreading the news. Together, let's get the word out. God met me more than halfway, and he freed me from my anxious fears. Look at him. Give him your warmest smile. Never hide your feelings. From Him. You see, David is talking about a love life here. Well, I just don't act that way in church. Never hide your feelings from Him. When I was desperate, I called out. And God got me out of a tight spot. God's angels set up a circle of protection around us while we pray. Open your mouth and taste. Open your eyes and see how good God is. Blessed are you who run to Him. Now look at this. Are you ready for this? Next verse. Worship God. Worship God if you want the best. Oh, I'm going to go get some of these books and tapes about these motivational speakers. I'm going to try this. I'm going to try that. No, no, no. Worship God if you want the best. Worship opens doors. What am I doing wrong? What are you not doing right? Worship opens doors to all of this goodness. The violent take it by force. Worship opens doors. Worship opens doors. As I worship Him, what's holding me back, the depressions, the causes, the reasons, open. Why? Because I'm a worshiper. Young lions are on the prowl and get hungry, but God seekers are full of God. Hey, if I'm full of God, when I open my mouth, God is coming out. Come, children of Israel, listen closely. I give you a lesson in God worship. The sound has to mature. Amen. As David matured. The music matured. The sound matured. Sound influences. And that's what God is wanting to do. In our daily lives. To bring this sound. Into our hearts. And our lives. And wake us up. Now. I want to sh- just share this with you. Re- real quick. Uh, Elliot. Who usually. Who sometimes plays the bass here. The guy with the beard. He's working on Sundays now. But he's going to college. on on. On. Studying on. on uh, Physics, on physics. He told me a few weeks ago when I spoke, spoke on light, he started telling me some lessons that he had learned in physics about light. He told me about how the sound works on light, and I started looking up physics, and I found on Time Magazine and some others, you can look it up, the effects that sound has upon water at the freezing point. Whenever you put worship, praise, prayer, and the word, I love you and I care for you, on crystals. They can show you, you can see it on the web, the crystals turn into the most marvelous looking shapes with all kind of awesome colors. But when you put acid rock, words like I hate you and I despise you, they are disformed, they are disfigured, and when you say the word Satan and devil, a black ball shows up in the middle of the crystal every time. And they, it's all right here on Time Magazine and all these other studies on civics. Here's all kind of pictures and you can look it up. And they show you that as it's going out, the crystals form according to the sound. Now, some of you know that some people said they have a green thumb. The truth is a lot of times the people with a green thumb have a green tongue. Have you ever heard about people who speak to their plants and their plants are healthier? Let me share something with you according to scientists, every one of us, water moves and is formed by the power of sound. Every one of us in here today is made up to 75 to 83% water. Humans, plants, And animals are made up to 75 to 83% water. In other words, we are mostly made up of water, which means that when the sound is right... And when the sound is good, and when the sound is God, He cleanses us by the washing and the regeneration of the Word of God. And when we allow the worship and the praise to go forth, no wonder you, don't, you can't be depressed. No wonder you can't stay down. No wonder David would say, when I'm downcast, I will say of the Lord, there has to be a sound. I'm not going to speak about only what I feel. I'm going to speak about who He is. And so while you start speaking, and that Word starts going forth, the waters start being troubled. And instead of saying, the devil gave it to me, the devil's doing it to me, and seeing that black ball come up on the inside of you, you start saying, "Calling about the glory, you start talking about the blood, you start talking about the name of Jesus, you start worshiping and magnifying the omnipotent name of God. I tell you what, you ain't no crystal, baby. You are a child born of the blood and the name of Jesus Christ. And as you allow the sound of The sound comes in you. Did you ever see the matrix when Neo jumped inside of the agent and blew him up? That's what happens with the sound. The sound comes into you. And all the negative, downgrading, self-hating, things that's ever been sounded on you some of us are the white. the reasons we are white like we are and the reason we are who who we are is because there was a sound from other generations and parents and friends and loved ones ex-husbands and wives who said this and that and the other and it formed a sound inside of us that we carry as the true sound but there is a sound from the throne of god that wants to come down on the inside of you and start forming Something greater and more glorious. Are you getting this? Look it up on the web. Study it. God spoke over the waters. He said, me be. And he was. The word of God. The sound upon the waters that affects things. 2 Timothy 3, 16, and I'll end here. Every, he, listen. I told Jake this last week. I love this. I made this up. This is my saying. For you on the internet, I'll explain it. If he steals your heart, he will, whoa, steal your life. If he robs your heart, He will calm your life. Those who are listening by CD, steals, S-T-A-L-S. And He will steal, S-T-I-L-L, your life. If He steals your heart, you know how to spell it. He'll steal your life. Why am I so upset? He hasn't stolen enough of your heart. You've only given Him the Sunday morning heart. Friday night and Saturday night belongs to me. If He steals your heart, He will steal your life. And the last scripture. Every part of the scripture is God-breathed. Do you know how many songs are written in the Bible? you know how many sounds are in the Bible? Every sound, every song, every poem, every scripture is God-breathed. And is useful in one way or another, showing us truth and exposing our rebellion, correcting our mistakes, and training us to live God's way through the word, here you go church through the word we are we are what? we are what? put together and (laughs) shaped after His image He created us With the intent in fellowshipping, loving, and speaking, and us speaking to Him. We are put together and shaped up for the task God has for us. Is that powerful? Today, I want to teach you. I want to give you meat. I want to give you things to think about. Even one of my sons came up to me last week. He says, Dad, I'm having troubles. What a relationship he was, he's in. He says, Dad, I noticed something. When I listen to the wrong type of music, I'm in a bad mood and I speak to my girl the wrong way and it makes her upset. But he says, I did experiment. I, I listened to Christian music and POD and others like the music he likes. And he said, Dad, I noticed that it made me feel different. It made me speak different. Let the Holy Spirit make the tone of your life. Let the sound come in and reform you and you'll find yourself speaking and responding differently By what you're allowing to come inside of you and form He says through the word we are put together and shaped for the task God has for us Allow the sound of God to be developed for the task of God of glorifying and lifting and magnifying him up According to the sound let it come alive and I got to tell you this Tuesday night we were praying in here and the Spirit of God told me and and it's late but you plan on going to Mardi Gras anyway so I'll keep you here a few more minutes ever since I was a kid in the 70s they'd always tell you you know what you're crazy we're going to send you to Pineville all these years we were told down in Homa in Welch Jake was told in the 80s, because he wasn't in the 70s. He was told, going to send you to Pineville. The sound over Pineville for years has been the crazies. You crazy, we're going to send you to Pineville. And so the sound over Pineville has been the crazies. And this is what the Spirit of the Lord told me. The Spirit of Legion has been in the, over the ground of this area the words over years and years about the crazy house and the crazies have been coming over this ground for years and making it so hard and religious and when Jesus performed the signs and wonders and cast a legion into the hogs and they ran off the religious people ran Jesus off but the one crazy who got healed and saved and delivered went around preaching the word of God to the ten regions around and not long after that everybody who ran Jesus off was asking for Jesus to return and Jesus came back and did powerful signs and wonders and they received him gladly God is getting ready to take legion and turn it into evangelism over central Louisiana He's getting ready. He's getting ready to take some of us crazies. Because how many know it takes crazy to make the world go around? He's getting ready to take some of us crazies. And if some of us from a crazy heritage. You may look good, but you know you're from a crazy family, and you know you messed up and all turned around and everything else. But God is getting ready to take some of us crazies, get us in our right mind, get a transformation going on the inside, get us all turned on, on fire for God, letting the sound come alive on the inside of us. And there, and where they used to not want the glory, it's been said the glory's coming over Central Louisiana. And I believe that there is a sound that has to come out and upon us for all the years of being known as crazies We're getting ready to be known as glorious the working of the Lord the work Come on stand up the work of the Lord's hand and it will be mighty in our day Now today you have heard and seen Before God of heaven and in your lives you have seen and heard the word written that doesn't pass away it's a word that must be acted upon or we're hearers only and we will not have the fruit it has to be a word that is received and a word that we live and move in the word is not just something we read or hear a preacher preach it's something we desire something we get down inside of us we have to have the sound the sound is going to release the glory, the sound is going to release your addiction, the sound is going to release your bondage. Every head bowed and every eye closed. The word of God comes, it says, to expose our rebellion, expose our wrong attitude, expose our life. The scripture, the word of grace, as they will come and. Their most deepest secrets will be exposed, and they will fall upon their knees and cry out, God is in this place. You don't come here to hear me or hear anyone else. You come here to hear God. And you're not going to hear one scripture and a poem and a joke, but you'll hear 20 scriptures backing up what God has said, not what I'm saying you take this word and you study it and you eat it and you consume it until it is part of you and together we'll see revival and restoration in this region we'll be known as the prophet said that Louisiana will be known as a prototype for other states because of the presence of God we're called to host His presence and to be a church reestablishing the tabernacle of David once again you can be a part of the church If you're not saved If you're not born again If you're not sure where you would go right now If you would die when well, you leave here You don't know what the future holds for you But God does But if you're here today and you don't know where you are In God's standing with Him You don't know if your life is acceptable or not You don't know whether you're going to heaven Or going to hell And you would like to know and get it right today All you have to do is right there where you're standing is raise your hand and say, I need Jesus as my Lord and my Savior, anyone at all today. Raise your hand if you want to receive Christ as Lord and Savior of your life, anyone at all. You want to meet Him today. You want to receive Him. You want to rededicate your life to Him. You want to turn to Him. If there's anyone at all today, would you raise your hand and say, I need Christ as my Lord and Savior, anyone at all. Just raise your hand. Anyone in this place, Jesus, I need you, forgive me, to come into my heart, and be my Lord, and be my Savior, anyone at all, heads are still bowed, eyes are still closed, you haven't raised your hand, so I take it that you're saved, and I pray that you are, but I want to finish with one other thing, if you want to please God in being a sacrifice, a continual sacrifice, the praises of God continually in your mouth, and you want to tell the Holy Spirit help me be a worshiper for you not just once in a while but all the time if you want to surrender and be a worshiper to God would you raise your hand everybody who wants to worship God in spirit and truth would you raise your hand you want to go to another level you want to be part of the sound you want to be part of the sound just raise your hand you want to be part of the sound Lord anoint my voice ask Him right now Holy Spirit anoint my voice fill me with you God fill me to you bring me to you I desire to seek your face I desire to see your face I desire to be intoxicated by your presence I desire to be under your influence God Holy Spirit come upon me now I want to be under your influence Take over me, Holy Spirit. Take over my mind and my emotions. I surrender my will to you. Holy Spirit, fall in this room. Fall upon our lives. Oh, I pray that we are hungry and we are thirsty for more of God. What we've had up to now, it's not enough, Father. It's not enough. We want more. We want more. Fill us with your presence. Fill us with your life. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Brother Trey's going to continue singing and then Brother Jake's going to dismiss us. Tonight I'm going to be here continuing on guided by the Spirit of God through discernment. The importance of discernment for the last days. Come tonight as we flow into worship. Then we get into the word. Get some CDs. Get some worship. Get it going. Let it penetrate your house and break the walls. Open the roof and let the glory come down. Let's seek him. And he said we will find him. In Jesus.